Welcome to the E3 episodes. It's time to experience fun conversations about big presentations. And now, here are your hosts, Adam and Liz. What is good, all of my listeners? Welcome to our special E3 episode. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And we're recording this at 1045 at night. And we're just like dancing to nothing. Yeah. So, we're still dancing. You can't see us, but we're dancing because it's 1045 at night. And we're just trying... is patiently waiting for bed, knowing that it is an hour past his bedtime. True that. <laughs> so, thank you again for listening to Games and Groceries special E3 episodes. This is part one, where we're going to be discussing EA plays. I know they're not part of E3, but we're still discussing it. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft's, Bethesda's, and... Devolver Digital, which is why we're recording this at 10.45 at night, because we live. Actually, no, it's Bethesda's fault. We're recording it this late. That is true. Well, Devolver Digital started at 10 p.m. anyway. Oh, Eastern Standard Time, which is where we are. Never mind. Exactly. Uh, so uh, before we get to the show, we just want to remind you to follow us on social media at Gaming Groceries, or if follow us individually, I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And our Instagram is Games of Groceries, all one word. And definitely check out our website, gamesofgroceries.com, where you can check out our articles, including my E3 predictions. I was right on one of them, but we'll get to that in our first segments. So definitely check out the website, gamesofgroceries.com. And without further ado, we got a lot to talk about. So let's jump into our first showcase. Game on with EA. All right. So the very first conference was EA Plays. Yes. Uh, so this technically wasn't a part of the E3 conference, right? They, they had their own thing. They were separate, but it was a day before E3 started and it had its own like venue, but it was across the street from the E3 venue. And then they're thinking, oh, Adam, why aren't you doing Google Stadia? Because just because. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this. There's three things that are our favorites. So let's first start with Jedi Fallen Order, right? We got 15 minutes of uncut gameplay, mm -hmm. and this took place three hours in the game, and this was alpha game footage. So yes. if you're not familiar with what's, what's the difference between alpha and beta game footage, uh, the main difference is that alpha game footage, right? Alpha game footage is internal testing, Right. And then beta testing is it's good enough that it can be external game testing before yeah. it goes to launch. So um, what do you think about the about the gameplay? We have 15 minutes of it. But what do you think? It looked really good. Yeah. Like I want to I want to play this game. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, what specifically did you like? I liked the movement like it was very smooth. Yeah. Movement like. um. Was like swinging from places and yeah it was cool you it can was like very interesting. force pull like ropes yeah i liked a lot of the um jedi abilities too mm -hmm. they were really cool to look at and i just imagine like the controller like vibrating when yeah. it happens i just think that would be really cool and his robot is really cute oh man i forgot the robot's name uh his droid it, it's called an explorer droid i believe but he's and you can get him as a toy. Oh my gosh, can I get him for my birthday? Yes. Liar. Probably not, because it probably won't be on sale. Um, 
Yeah, I, I saw this gameplay and there's like there's definitely some things you can pick up. There's the more thoughtful uh, combats. And a lot of people are thinking that this seems like a Soulsborne kind of thing. But then they kind of just said, ah, it's going to be a little too tough. So they, they held back on being mm -hmm. a full on Soulsborne game. Uh, but I, I still think it was. I don't think it was the best combat, but I think I think it was pretty good yeah. for what it was. Why I don't say it was the best combat, it's just because they, they made it seem like it would be a one-on-one -on -one situation where it was a boss battle and you had to be really thoughtful for it. But the guy who was demoing it kind of flew through it. Like, it didn't seem like it took that much effort to go through it. Yeah. Like, zip, zap, zoop. But as I was saying to Liz... You know, it, it may not look like a lot, but once you have the controller in yeah. your hand. And this is probably one of the people who have worked on it. So they yeah. know the ins and outs because they made it. No, very, very true. And and that's and that's all I was thinking. It's just like, well, first, let's have the controller in my hand because maybe it will take more effort because you watch me play some games. And you're just, oh, yeah. You probably just think to yourself that didn't look too hard. But, you know, in, in all actuality, yeah. I was sweating blood. <laughs> but over-exaggerated. <laughs> uh, the other part that I saw from this, it, it felt to me like Uncharted meets Force Unleashed, right? Uh, yeah. Where there was a lot of uh, swinging and climbing and uh, mm -hmm. there, there was a more attitude-esque uh, main character yeah. for Uncharted. But the Force Unleashed being, it's, it's, a, it's a Star Wars narrative game. And that's all we know. <laughs> Um, but what, what did you think when I said it was a lot like uncharted, what, what were your thoughts? No, I agreed. It was a very, it looked very exploratory in at some points mm -hmm. where you were exploring these random, like abandoned looking places almost. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the last thing that really came out. Now, now, I'm sorry if we're rushing through this, but there's a lot there's we got. There's so much to cover. Yeah. But the last thing that really struck out with the Jedi Fallen Order was that there's no choice between good or evil. There's no moral decisions. It's only a Jedi story. I had a problem with it because I grew up with KOTOR, uh, where you can make uh, moral choices within the Star Wars universe. But you weren't really taking offense to it just because it's canon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Even one of our friends commented on that, too. And I was like, but it's canon. Like, yeah. And I'm one of those people that, like, when it's, like, that's the story, mm -hmm. that's the that's the story. Like, even when I was watching Twilight, everyone was like, it should be Jacob. I'm just like, no, it shouldn't. Yeah. That's the way Stephanie Myers wrote it. She chooses Edward because that's the way it is. Yeah. And everyone would just get so annoyed. I'm like, but that's the way it is. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the same place here where it's like, that's canon. Like, if he, you had a choice of good and evil, that wouldn't be based off the story that was written. And in the story that was written, mm -hmm. Cal was a Jedi. Exactly. No, I, I agree with that. So uh, we have 15 minutes of it. It, it, we got a lot out of it. We got to see how the gameplay is is made and uh, what, what this one-on-one -on -one combat looks like and force pulling, ropes and swinging. And it's going to be a full-on Jedi story. There's no moral choices. So we got a lot out of this. And I'm really excited to play it. I'm really excited to grab the controller and do this uh, thoughtful mm -hmm. gameplay. Now, moving on. FIFA 20. This yes. Was, this was in my top three. 
Uh, and I'm going to really quickly go through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, oh, microtransactions, microtransactions. Listen, I've I've purchased a good amount of FIFA games. Never have I once touched the microtransactions. Yeah. And I've had a good time with They're FIFA. not necessary to the game. If you want to play the ultimate teams, yes, they're predatory. But if you're like me. You just want to play. If you just want to play, it's fine. And yeah. the one thing I really appreciate about FIFA 20 is the Volta football street soccer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Volta means to return back to in Portuguese. And this is very much a street soccer in a cage. And, and there's so many different moves that you can now do, like a wall jump. Yeah, and like kick trick the, shots. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was so cool. And that's the thing. And, and you can customize a character, wear jeans or a hoodie. And it, it, it's you just all out. You can be female. You can be female. Uh, you can actually design a female character in this. FIFA 20, it's not really something that I'm going to purchase day one, $60. But definitely have the intent to purchase it eventually. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. Um, and that's my brief take on it. I'm very excited about the Volta League. More than, not Volta League, but Volta Soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Volta Football. Uh, I'm excited for that. It looks a lot like NBA 2K Playgrounds. I'm excited yeah. to customize my character and just like play soccer in jeans. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I was... Pretty excited for this, but not so excited that I'm going to buy this for $60. I'm going to wait till it's on sale for 20 Yeah. So uh, let's move on to our final point about the EA play. We don't want to spend too much time on EA just because yeah. it wasn't really an e- E3 thing. Yeah. I'm going to let you lead the charge on this because our final take is... Sims 4! What did we find out? So we didn't talk about Sims 5, which I'm still sad about, but that's okay. Because we still talked about Sims 4. Because last year, there was no mention of Sims at all. And I was really, really sad. Mm -hmm. So this year, we found out that we're getting an island living expansion. And Adam was like, okay. But the reason this was so big was because they didn't have this expansion pack in any of their previous versions of the game. Yeah. When most of the things they do, they repeat. Like, they've added a few here and there. But, like, cats and dogs are always the same. Um, So this was a big thing. So we have the Island Expansion Pack that comes out on July 16th, our anniversary. Yeah. Um, so getting that for my anniversary this year. I won't get to play it, but that's okay. Mm. <laughs> um, and the big thing that was in there that I think everyone was most excited about was the mermaids. You can make a mermaid mm. and apparently they, they're going to have some sort of special powers. They'll be able to communicate with the dolphins. and Dolphin friends. Yeah. Um, but they are... I'm excited to see how that works. Like I'm, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be boats and swimming and um, kind of all in all kind of capturing that like island living. Like they mentioned mm-hmm. how um, you will be able to get like those random jobs, just pick up a part time job as a lifeguard or a swim yeah. instructor or scuba instructor and things like that. So um that's really cool. I'm most excited about the clothes and the hairstyles and the um decorations and everything because that's always my favorite part. Like when I get an expansion pack, I don't care. I will use all of the like island living decorations in my house in the suburbs. Yeah. I don't care. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, the next thing that we had that was a big thing that they said was that there's an active volcano. You know, you think of like Hawaii and places like that. There's some sort of volcano because that's what they're made on. Um, so there's an active volcano in this. The only problem I have with that is that mm-hmm. 
since it's active, it does play part in the game and you can get chunks of lava yeah. or whatever in your front lawn and it could land on your house. So you actually have to be strategic as to where yeah. you place your house. And on your this sim island. can touch the volcano. Yeah, your sim can touch it and set themselves on fire because they're idiots, <laughs> which I don't even like when my sims set a fire in the kitchen. Yeah. So that's one thing that I'm like iffy about with getting the game is where it's like, I don't even want to deal with kitchen fires, let yeah. alone a volcano destroying this house that I made. Um, you can clean the oceans and the beaches in this too. Mm -hmm. Um, there's more of like that, like, word i'm looking for Con conservationists thank you mm -hmm. conservationists um yeah. you can join that like career track i think they said it was a whole career track yeah. to be a conservationist so that's awesome and ancient spirits of the island roam around it's i'm excited for this game i want it and then sometimes i don't because i sometimes like want something and then i get it and i'm like eh, this kind of ruins the game sometimes yeah like my fifa 20 <laughs> but um but I'm excited for this. I'm excited to learn more about it and see more about it. I love the beach. It's my most peaceful place to be. Um, I wish I could be on an island somewhere. Long Island does not count. Oh. <laughs> A tropical island. That's yeah. where I would like to be. Um, so I am super excited for Sims 4. Do you have any comments on this? It is a game you will be playing. Yes. And it has mermaids. Good and job. you can be friends with a dolphin. Have we ever told them about your experience with trying to play Sims? We have many times. Yeah. Yeah. I am not good at Sims 4 and I don't care to be good. You're not. It's not that you're not good. You didn't even try. He made his Sim and then they landed him on his lot and he's like, I can't do this. And it's overwhelming. It <laughs> it's not. A, you didn't even try. It's a little overwhelming. If you started with the first Sims, it wouldn't be that overwhelming because there is like hardly any options in the first Sims. My ancestors built farms. They built farmhouses. They they, they were very successful in building things. Adam I, doesn't even like doing yard work. Yeah. <laughs> and building a virtual house was overwhelming to me. <laughs> My ancestors are looking down and saying, boo. So that was our take on EA. Yeah. Um what would you give it? Do you, do you think this is a success, a failure, or somewhere in between? Um, It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. They gave good presentations. They gave yeah. they showed us some really good games. Rating it, I would probably say six, seven. Wow, seven. Okay. Because no. Sims 4. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're comparing it to other ones that we'll be talking about. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, I'm still giving it a five. It was average. It was fine. Yeah. You know, it it was organized where in a way of just like, here's what we're talking about. Uh, they said like you will have half hour segments. Each one was half an hour and just yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, they were very organized with it, which I appreciate. Yeah. So I give it a five, you know, and compared to our other ones, maybe a five and a half yeah it was just fine it was an average conference that's all i can really say on it so all right let's get into the meat potatoes of our e3 episodes meat and potatoes meat and potatoes Love speaking potatoes. of meat and potatoes let's move on to our second showcase uh hi yeah halo gear for war with microsoft all right so today is sunday microsoft's was showcased at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, let's just get right into it. 
Yeah. So it opened up with an Outer Worlds trailer and it's coming to Game Pass October 25th. Now, this was already rumored and this was fine. Oh, before we get into anything else, really awesome thing that happened. So there was a sale on Game Pass Ultimate, right? And so if you had a recurring Xbox Live Gold subscription, which I did, and mm-hmm. it was going to expire September 27th, 2020, if you purchased Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar, it combined it with your already recurring Game Pass, uh, Game or uh, Xbox Live subscription, and you and now I have Game Pass and Gold until December 2020. Now, yeah, you're gonna have to explain this to me again tomorrow mm-hmm. because I you've explained it to to like me and like around me like three or four times today yeah. and i still don't understand how it i happened. don't get it i i was looking on twitter <laughs> I, like, of, you're explaining it like you understand like yeah this happens and then this and then it becomes this and i'm just like well, how? Huh? well i didn't understand how until i looked on twitter and that's why it took me so long to make the purchase for a dollar yeah. i was just like but wait if i purchase it is it going to cancel my xbox Live? no it just makes it into game pass ultimate plus three extra months so and today was, you only paid one dollar yes no Yes, I'll explain to you later. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was an awesome sale. Now I have Game Pass until December 2020, and then I renew it. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so speaking on that, for, for Game Pass, this whole conference was a Game Pass subscriber's dream. Like, that that's the thing. This this was a Game Pass uh, conference, and let's yeah, get into that. Yeah, pretty much. So it opened up, it opened up with uh, Outer Worlds. And it said that it's coming to Game Pass October 25th, day one. So if you have Game Pass, you're getting out of Worlds. You don't have to pre-order it because you got Game Pass. Woo. I'm actually really happy about that mm-hmm. just because ever since Out of Worlds has been talked about more and more, I've been just like, eh, am I actually going to like it? Should I pay yeah. the $60? But now it's on Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Now, because it is a Microsoft-owned studio, it's going to be on Game Pass essentially forever. So. Yeah. You don't have to worry about buying it. You can just be on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So that can be another topic for our, our episode. Is Game Pass actually good for developers and all that? But that's another day. So moving on. <laughs> um, Ninja Theory has a new IP. Yes. A new multiplayer called Bleeding Edge. This is already leaked. But it took me off guard. Be- yeah. Because it's a 4v4. It's got crazy art. And it's it's going to be on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 were your thoughts on it? Um, I wasn't too impressed if I'm remembering the correct thing. Yeah. Um, it was all right. I don't really play those games like where you play with other people. So yeah, and I didn't really care too much about it. <laughs> that's the thing. It was just like a lot of kookiness and a lot yeah. of craziness. And I was like, how did you go from Sinua's Sacrifice to mm-hmm. something like this? But then I'm just like, you know what? This is an artistic direction that Ninja Theory is going in. Yeah, and it didn't look bad. It just wasn't something that caught my attention. Exactly. And uh, and I just said, you know, if you want to do you, that's fine. And I don't have to play it. I don't have to buy it. Yeah. I, but I think this is going to throw a lot of people off who are fans of Sinua's Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, how'd you go from this to that? Much like uh, the, the developers behind Turing Test went to Battlefield 1944, or I forget what it was called, but it was like a multiplayer mm-hmm. FPS shooter from going from Turing test 
to that. Yeah. It was just a little weird. But if you think about it the way you think of like actors Mm -hmm. who go from a rom-com to like sci-fi, a sci-fi or a drama. Yeah. Like it's just showing that this studio has vast talents that they want to showcase. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that was all on fine, but that, that was sort of the opening games. And then Phil Spencer came out and he's like, how you doing gamers? Are we all gamers here? We love gaming. Do you love gaming? I like gaming. Are you a gamer? Cool gamers. <laughs> so he came out and he, he did his whole spew. So he announced that, uh, during the conference, we're going to see 60 games, 60 games, 14 of those being exclusives. Mm-hmm. And 34 of the 34 of those being Game Pass titles, that is more than half of the of the conference. Yeah. Being about Game Pass titles. Yeah. This is why I say that this was a Game Pass subscribers dream come true. Mm -hmm. When Game Pass was first introduced and I took a look at it, I, I saw the value in it. It was just that I've played most of the games when it was first announced. I, I was looking yeah. through it. And I was like, oh, well, I haven't played that, but I don't really care for it. Now, how long has it been? Like a year and a half now since it's been announced? I can't remember when it was first. Yeah, I have no idea. But now it's completely worth getting because yeah. one, you're getting you're you're getting out of worlds on game pass day one you're getting this is already known we're not really spoiling oh, anything. Yeah, no. uh you're getting gears of war 5 uh, all day one so if you love xbox games if you're an xbox gamer game pass is definitely 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 worth yeah. it especially if you're already a subscriber and you got two years advance get that game pass ultimate while it's a dollar yeah. And boom. And especially if you watched E3 and you saw that there were a ton of games that you were interested yes. in playing, most of them are on Game Pass. Yeah. So that was a one plus for us that we're just like, oh, that looks really good. Oh, look, it's on Game Pass. We have it now. Exactly. It, and that that's the thing. Keep that in mind that 34 of the games that were shown at Xbox's yeah. conference were Game Pass titles. Yeah. So I would definitely look into investing in that. If if you don't want to spend too much on games, if you don't want to pre-order a lot of games and just say like, oh, am I going to like it? Buy Game Pass, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I definitely want to talk about that topic. Maybe get on a developer on the show, hopefully, and say like, hey, is Game Pass actually helping developers, much like Spotify is helping artists? So I think that would be a good co- topic. Yeah. So I will contact as many developers as I can. So <laughs> next thing we see is pew, pew. Cyberpunk 2077. Your thoughts? It looked really good. It did. I wasn't really impressed at You weren't first. impressed in the beginning, but I was like, this doesn't look bad. But yeah. it, it, it looked pretty good. I was actually a little interested in playing. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. This new story trailer, it, it made it more in-depth. It wasn't just mm-hmm. this uh, flying cars and you're a cyber robot looking for and, and like ricocheting bullets. But I love where the story is going. Yeah, I um. Yeah. the only thing I kept thinking, though, is like we're going to get to 2077 and it's going to be like back to the future all over again. This is not what it's going to look like. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we saw gameplay footage and mm-hmm. um, we, we, we got a re- we got a release date. Nothing else really happened. So let's move on. Oh, you're so funny. Was there somebody that was revealed? In the gameplay footage, uh, a certain celebrity making bank this year. See, here's the thing. I was watching the Cyberpunk 2077 trailer. I was like, "Eh, it it looks okay. And I was like, wait, is that Keanu Reeves? 
Is that Keanu Reeves? And then so then it says the release date. Or no, it didn't say the release date, but it said Summer Token 2077. And then on the stage, fog, light. There's a man silhouette. Silhouette of a man with long hair. I was like, is that Sean Wick? And he comes out. Hello, it's me. He was so excited too. Yeah, he's such a cool guy. Like you, you can tell that Keanu Reeves. By the way, Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, you can tell that Keanu Reeves is just such a cool dude in person. Mm-hmm. Like you can straight up tell. Uh, he was super excited about the game. He was like, he, he was like saying like set. In a world of of le- I can't like, remember. Like I'm pretty sure he ignored the teleprompter. C- Cyberpunk. <laughs> like, he he had so much fun on stage. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so everybody was freaking out. There was there was a girl in the um in, in the uh, uh stand. She's like, ah. Well, there was one that someone said to him, "You're breathtaking." He goes, "You're breathtaking." breathtaking. <laughs> he was having so much fun. He really was. And I was like, where? Can I pre-order this game? I want to be Keanu Reeves. I don't want to be any other character. I just want to be Keanu Reeves. I don't think that's an option. I want to be Keanu Reeves. That's not an or option. I will I'm pretty sue. sure he's just a side character. I want to protect Keanu Reeves' dogs, and that's all it's, I want to do. You're not playing John Wick. This is stupid. I will sue. But it, it was a really exciting time. Like, it was. It was it an really, awesome reveal. Um, yeah. It, it really freaked us out. Good job, guys. So like I said in our tweets, we're not going to cover every game. There were 60 games yeah, talked well, about. Yeah, a good like 30 of them were in that like fast yeah. flash screen. I'm like, huh? ID at Xbox. Boom, 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 boom. Including yeah. After Party, which wasn't really talked about yeah, in well, this conference like at all. So I don't think it's really going to be talked about at all in E3. I don't think there was another release date set either for After Party. Maybe they're going to be working on it longer and it'll they'll talk about it next year. Yeah. So, like maybe it'll be released closer to next, like after E3 next year. But after party will be on Game Pass. Yes, it's it's going to be on Game Pass. So if you have an Xbox, get that dollar subscription. This is not sponsored, but that would be so cool. That would be cool. Anyways, so like I said, we're going on our highlights. There were sixty games, and this is a lot. So these are just <clears throat> the ones that we want to touch on. Deal with it. Battle Toads. Oh my goodness. Adam's literal note <sighs> on Battletoads was for, number one, no. Number two, number two, puzzles, cartoon, what? <laughs> and I just thought it was the funniest thing. I took a picture of it. <sighs> what He's is this? So, he was so excited when Battletoads came on. Adam was like, Battletoads, Battletoads, yeah, Battletoads. And then he's like. What is this? He was so mad by the end. It was just the funniest thing in the world. So needless to say, Adam is not happy about that. I'm not Lodes. happy about that. Would you like to tell us why? Because it's stupid. <laughs> Good job. The, well, it's just like, okay, so I should rewatch the trailer later on because yeah. we had friends over and yeah. I wasn't really paying a lot of attention. But then I saw the Battletoads logo. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it was... You slowly it was like got a more fighting more simulator. It was like Streets of Rage with Battletoads. It did. It didn't look very good. I was, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, it's doing service. Oh, it's a new art style, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, it's not Battletoads. It doesn't look, it doesn't look as. It looked like someone tried to make a today game. Yeah. Look like the 90s and not the other way around. And that's the thing. I want to know. That if I get Battletoads, it's probably going to be on Game Pass. If I get Battletoads, I want to be 
I wanted to be merciless. I wanted to be brutal. I want you to play Battletoads and wear that t-shirt to say, I beat Battletoads. And this does not look like that kind of game. Yeah. It doesn't look brutal at all. It doesn't. It looks like, oh, fun and quirky. No, that is not Battletoads. Yeah, it looks like every other quirky game from the 90s. Yeah. So I'll wait and I'll see more about it and I'll rewatch this trailer because maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. judging it wrong. But it looked like hot garbage. Moving on. So, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass on PC. Uh, today, Game Pass on PC. It actually was announced today and mm-hmm. is being launched today. And there is a hundred games on PC only, including yeah. the Master Chief Collection mm-hmm. with Halo Reach. Yes. And the open beta is now open. <laughs> um. And apparently, if you were on Ultimate, so, oh, yeah, I forgot to write this down as a note, but uh, me and my friend were, were just, like, talking about this. So, is Game Pass on console and PC a separate purchase? Or if you have Game Pass on console, can you get on PC? That's when it announced that if you have Ultimate, you have Xbox Live, Game Pass for console and Game Pass for PC. Yeah, basically clarifying that they are two separate things, which kind of threw you and our friend off. Mm -hmm. But the way I look at it is that they said it's 100 games on the PC only. So that means that they're different games than on the console and on the PC. So that makes sense that they would sell them separately. You know what I mean? Like, And the one for PC is more for PC gamers yeah. to have Xbox games. You know what I mean? I definitely want to check it out and just see because it says 100 games on PC only and the Master Chief Collection on PC with Halo Reach. Now, for PC, the Master Chief Collection is coming almost epi- episodically mm-hmm. where it's saying like, here's Reach, here's Halo 1, here's Halo 2. Yeah. Um, So I'm interested, and I want to see this open beta and see what games I can play on the PC. There was a couple games they had seen. I I forgot to write down these notes. I apologize, but pretty exciting. I'm I'm excited to see what this is. And I think it works really well for our household, where we only have one TV to play video games. And I can just play on my PC. You can just play your games on your PC, and I can play on either one of the consoles that I want. Yeah, totally. All right, so studio acquisition. 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 (laughs) Double Fine Studios. I was not expecting this. Yeah. And I wasn't, I don't want to say that I was underwhelmed because Psychonauts is is a fantastic game. But I was a little bit underwhelmed just, just because I was expecting like, I don't know, a bigger studio, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to I don't want to undermine anybody that enjoys Psychonauts. It's it's fantastic. And Psychonauts 2 looks even crazier. It, it looks mm-hmm. like you're playing Psychonauts in the next gen and it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But then I was watching the rest of the conference. It's like, are we going to get another acquisition? I thought there was going to be two. I thought Insomniac was going to be purchased, which would have been nuts. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's fine. It's double fine, actually. Uh, <laughs> you're so not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> was it was it last year's conference that they like said like their whole slew? Yeah, last year they bought like ten or more. Yeah, like 
four, I think maybe it was like 14 or 15 different companies. Mm-hmm. This year they're like, we bought one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fine. Yeah. So let's just jump ahead. Uh, there, there's a there's a game I, I put on here on my notes just because I want to make sure that I play this. Uh, yeah. Away to the Woods. Yes, that looked can... so precious mm-hmm. and like interesting. I'm not going to play it because I'm definitely going to get lost. <laughs> um, you can but feed I'll her watch... the can. No, I don't think she was feeding her child the can. It's a deer to another deer baby and you feed it a can. I don't think that's what she was doing. I want to believe that's what she was doing. Anyways. Actually, it wasn't a she because she's don't. Have oh antlers. yeah, they it have antlers. Yeah. He. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks precious. But I personally, can't, I don't think I'll be able to play it. Yeah. But I'll watch you play it. It looks good. It's coming out, and it's going to be a Game Pass title in yeah. 2020. So that's fantastic. Which means I can play Sims and watch you play it. Gears Five. Yeah. I know a lot about the multiplayer. Sure do. Yeah. So the trailer was like this split memories kind of trailer. And if you remember at the end of yeah, Gears 4. Yeah, the trailer 4, was super cool. Yeah. Gears 4, the end of it is actually being placed into Gears 5. I'm not going to spoil Gears 4 in case you want to catch up, right? And just saying like, oh, Gears 5 looks really interesting. I'm not going to spoil Gears 4. But why was she doing split memories? It had a lot to do with the end of Gears 4. Mm-hmm. And why she had all those split memories going and how, how she was holding a necklace. And if you notice what the necklace symbol was, it was the symbol of the locust. Um, but yeah, and it's going to be coming out for Game Pass September 10th of this year. I yeah, I wasn't was expecting shocking. it this early, September 10th. That's really cool. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we got this uh, live action example of the escape. Well, not live action, but like underneath the stage, there was like this whole setup. Um yeah, it was fine, and it's uh, if you play. Oh, oh yeah! Thank goodness I put this in my notes. If you play the first week or you pre-order, uh, game uh, Gears of War Five, mm-hmm. you get Terminator. He was super excited about that. I was so so excited. Is that Escape? It's Gears of War Five, not Escape, right? You get Terminator in Gears of War Five. Yes. Okay. You get the Terminator. You get yeah. the Terminator skin. Because because when they said like uh when when uh when they were saying, oh if you play it the first week or if you pre-order it, you get something special. And I was just sitting there saying, you're oh. like, oh it's a gun. And it's like, oh it's a special gun. It's a special skin. And then I heard the music. Duh, 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 duh. Wait, stop it. Duh, duh, duh. No, stop, stop. <laughs> and then you just see the the metal leg like, stop. I'm crying. And then he you was look super up, excited. and you look up, and you see a Terminator with a Lancer, and I was like, "I'm getting this game!" And I'm playing the first week, and I'm playing multiplayer as the Terminator. <laughs> yes, he's gonna have way too much fun, guys. Yeah, guys, send me on a vacation when he gets that, please. Boom! I need so. to win like a trip to Greece while you're playing that. Just need yeah. to go. So I'm going to skip this next one, you know, really quickly. Uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. I am tired. I'm sorry. Well, that's because I misspelled his. That's because I misspelled his name. Uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki uh, and George R. R. Martin. Finally, their new game is 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 being uh, introduced. It's a story trailer. Mm -hmm. It's called The Elden Ring. 
I don't know anything else about it. And that's why we're skipping on. But it's by the developer of Dark Souls and the writer behind the Game of Thrones series. Yeah. So I'm expecting a lot. Yeah, should be good. Pretty much. And it will be a Game Pass title whenever it comes out. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so I might have misheard Phil Spencer here. But did he say there's thousands of games being developed in Xbox Studios? Or thousands of games being developed around the world? I have a feeling he said around the world. I didn't hear him say any of that. I must have completely missed him talking. Yeah. I have a very hard time listening to just people standing there talking. So... I'm pretty sure I don't know. he said in Xbox Game Studios, there's thousands of games being developed. And I just like was shook like thousands. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Thousands. Uh, so I don't know if I misheard him. It's in my notes just because that's what you think he said. I think he said thousands of games. I'm not trying to say, oh, Major League, there's thousands of games. I'm like, that's a that's a bit exaggeratory right there. If I you think said, Adam's sleepy brain came into play. Yeah, thousands of games in development. What are you talking about? Yeah, we'll have to look that up and get back to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, like before we get into our, uh, not our final, but our next showcase, let's talk about this. He finally came out and said, oh, oh, sorry. Before we get to that one, xCloud and console streaming. Okay. Uh mm-hmm. That's coming out in October. Gaming Cloud coming to Xbox One for free in yeah. October. You know that's a test run for their xCloud systems. Oh, yeah. So in October, you'll be able to beta test, essentially, the Gaming Cloud on your Xbox One console. Yeah. And just to see what it's like. You know that's for the public to say, like, hey, man, g- cloud gaming, it's cool. It's rad. My name's Phil Spencer. Why don't you try it out for a few whiles, huh? <laughs> All right, kids. And then he skateboards away. Uh, what? I'm willing to try it. Yeah. I it, mean, especially it's, since it's, it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's worth a try. You never yeah. know. You know? Especially if it's on Game Pass, Game uh, xCloud. Is xCloud on Game Pass? I'm pretty sure it is. I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle you anymore. Right on. Uh, so yeah, if, if you're excited, if you want to check out xCloud for free, October, look out for it. And, and, and you know, it's a beta test. So keep that in mind as you're playing it. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So now let's get into it. The next gen Xbox. <clears throat> Disappointing. That's all I have to say. He's just mad he didn't see the outside of it. Well, here's the thing. They made such a big deal about how we're going to show off our next-gen Xbox during E3. It's it's where you come to see. Mark Cerny just laid out details about the PS5. Like He, he went... Oh, yeah. Mark Cerny went ham yeah. with the PS5. We know absolutely everything about the PS5, essentially, if it's not a lie. Except for what it looks like. Yeah. Except for what it's looked like. And it's just this this talk, this reveal for the next gen Xbox, uh, it just felt disappointing to me. Yeah, he kind of just skimmed over yeah. the specs. Like, yeah, he talked about the specs a little bit. Yeah. And he said the release time. Mm-hmm. And he said what it's coming out with. Yeah, here's the thing uh, it says that it's going to be having GDDR6. 
uh, an SSD drive, and it's and there was a developer in there. Uh, she was saying like, oh, you know, it can get up to, I would say, 120 FPS. I was like, no way, 120 FPS. It can get up to 120 FPS. Maybe on an original Xbox game that doesn't have to run. There's no way. I am going to be confident in them. There's no way that it's going to be 120 FPS. Confidence. It I, doesn't matter because I'm getting the PS5. So. I know. But this is going to be on my system. But here's what was disappointing to me. It just was a bunch of people, uh, just a bunch of developers saying, it's so rad, dude. <laughs> yeah, really. So that's cool. really all it was. It was like the people who are making it, people who are putting their hard time and yeah. work and sweat into this. Of course, they're going to say it's amazing. Yeah. They're the ones making it. And so then they were talking about how the SSD is going to be extra RAM for the system. And I just thought, okay, so does that mean if you plug in an external hard drive, well, well, is it going to lose capacity for what the game is, or what are you talking about? Yeah, that's that's all I'm concerned about. But most of the time, it was just the developers just saying it's totally rad, it's totally the future, man. We we just want to make the future of gaming, especially for Xbox Game Cloud. Whereas PS Five mm-hmm. proved that yeah. it's going to be like yeah, they showed dominant. They showed video footage of yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. And it was scary fast. Exactly. So in this E3, they mm-hmm. should have showed something like that. They didn't show anything. They showed the parts that they're putting together. Yeah, and that's the thing. They, they just it was in the same way when they were doing the Xbox One X, right? Yeah. And it was just, what are you doing? I don't know. It, it it was disappointing to me because you hyped it up. Yeah. You really hyped it up. And you and you promise people that you're saying like oh we're gonna be showing off it and like I said it's more of the fact that Mark Cerny just spilled his guts on the PS5 and you come mm-hmm. out and this is the perfect time to boast yeah or at least show video yeah of it but instead of showing video or we're gonna talk about it in Bethesda where they talked about their streaming service yeah and they showed video proof. This is your next-gen console coming out holiday 2020. A developer company shouldn't beat you in showing their next-gen. It's coming out holiday 2020. Yeah, like next, not this coming Christmas, but the following Christmas. And the only video I saw was a developer putting RAM into a motherboard. Yeah. That's exactly what I saw for video footage. This is the time to show us, right? Because now we're thinking about it. We're talking about it. We're getting people hyped for it. Unless it's not going well and they don't have video footage. I was just... You don't even have to show me this show. It just was a complete missed opportunity to just show us loading times. But Mm -hmm. all it was was talk. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm an RPG player. And, you know, you hate going that elevator because, you know, the elevator just resembles loading times. But we're not going to do that. Loading times aren't going to be your thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you talking about, man? I'm going to say now that PS5 is probably going to, I'm assuming it's going to dominate the next generation. It's going to be the number one of the next generation. 
There's a lot of rumors going around that the next Xbox is going to be much more powerful than PS5, but PS5 is already coming out the gate. PS5 is already proving that they can do it, whereas Xbox proved that they can put things together. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> All right, so final thoughts before we go into... Oh, oh, Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title. That looks good. That did look good. All right, so anyway. what would you give... <laughs> Uh, what what would you give Microsoft's? I believe I gave Microsoft a four. You did give it a four. Um, it just seemed like it was a big Game Pass commercial, kind of like last year, two years ago. Yeah. Um, that's all it seemed to be was that they're like, hey, let's show everyone all the Game Pass commercials. Let's sell Game Pass. Like, let's do that. Which, yes, from a marketing standpoint, that's a very good idea. But you're wasting everyone's time when you're doing that. Like, yeah. So that was my take on it. I was like, yeah, they had some good, um, good games that they talked about, but really it felt mostly like a, uh, like a game pass. It was a game pass conference. That's what it was. Yeah. It was a game pass conference. Like, look at all the games we have on game pass. And this is me coming from a game pass subscriber. So I, I should be very happy about this. I should give it an eight because yeah, but they weren't selling it to you. You already had it. Exactly. Well, that's, that's what I mean. I also gave it a four. Yeah. Because, and, and I, I just sat there and I was really thinking, I was like, maybe I'm going too hard on it. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm just expecting too much. Maybe I'm just expecting the world. And so I'm just Googling people's thoughts, people's emotions about it. Like, what are you guys thinking? I, I looked on Twitter and Everybody was just saying, oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's like they didn't care about anything else. Yeah. All they talked about was how great Keanu Reeves was there and really nothing else. Yeah. They they, they said maybe, you know, uh, Game Clouds and GD, GDDR6 and uh, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're only excited about the celebrity guests... And they didn't do their job. They didn't do their job. You were only excited. You were only the only time I was seeing hype in that show was their celebrity guest at a game show. Yeah. And they're selling things like, yeah, you want to sell Game Pass during this. Mm -hmm. That's that makes sense. It's your new big thing. It's your new moneymaker right now. Yeah. That's starting like now. But it can't be the whole thing. Right. You know, like they're selling it, but then there's overselling it and they oversold it. They really did. Um, I I think they should have hyped this up as a Game Pass conference really told that sale more. Mm-hmm. The only time like was because of cheap ass gamers Twitter. I only knew about that sale, but they should have hyped that sale up and yeah. say like this is going to be a like hype they for Game Pass. It and moved on. Yeah. And they, they should have hyped it for Game Pass. Like, this is going to be a Game Pass conference. You're really going to want to buy Game Pass with this. Maybe we'll talk about our next gen. Who knows what we'll do. Yeah. But like one friend of ours yeah. mentioned how it would have been better if they just split it in half. Said the first half of this, we're going to talk all about our Game Pass. Right. And all the games that we have coming out that are going on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And then the second part, they talk about everything else. But instead, they made the whole thing about Game Pass. Yeah. I was not a fan of this showcase. No. And that and that's just it. It it, it was very lackluster. It wasn't it wasn't boring or bad like oh this is horrendous. It wasn't like Bethesda's conference in 2017. Yeah. 
This was just lackluster. Yeah. For a company, and here's the thing. This is my last point, and we'll move on to Bethesda. Xbox had everything going for them. Sony was out of the mix. Yeah. They had 14 exclusives to go on. There was rumors that it was going to be a two and a half hour conference. They had everything. They had this in the books and they got lazy. Yeah. Even their stage setup was. Eh. Exactly. Like last their, year's setup. Last year's setup was awesome. They had amazing. all the computers there. It was so cool. And this year, I Oops, didn't even. Sorry. We didn't even talk about the background. Like, yeah. that's how boring it was. Mm-hmm. It was just very lackluster, and for for a conference where they finally had the main stage where Sony just left, mm-hmm. they wasted it. They did. So I'm sorry for if you enjoy it, and I'm if you enjoyed it, that's hey, that's fine. That's this is you. Just our opinion. But the hype shouldn't be coming from a celebrity guest. The hype should be coming from what you're doing with the future, mm-hmm. and it is just lackluster in my honest opinion. I'll give it a five just to be fair. I'll give it a five because of Keanu Reeves. He oh gets an extra point because he's a good doggo lover and I love doggos. Anyway. All right. So now that we made a bunch of enemies, <laughs> uh, let's move on to... Woo! Bethesda brings the fallout, baby. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Bethesda. My favorite studio to hate. Yeah. <laughs> so... This one wasn't too bad. Okay. So <laughs> they started off with this video with the developers behind Bethesda Softworks. Player feedback. You know, you were a little harsh. Our play, our fan base doesn't hold anything back. Our feelings are hurt. What, what we thank you for your honesty. Yeah. So your feelings are hurt. Because of what what are you looking at? I was seeing if you spiked anything saying that. No, it's just <sighs> your feelings are hurt and you want to brag about you want to brag about that your fans have given you f- honest feedback. Yeah. Really? Has anyone gotten their canvas bags yet? <laughs> <laughs> that was just the dumbest way you can start a conference and just saying our feelings were hurt because we gave you a garbage game and we knew that we we're going to give you a garbage game. Yeah. Our feelings are hurt because we gave you trash and you didn't appreciate the trash. <laughs> Your feelings are hurt. Yeah. Moving on. So Uncle Pete comes out and I'm and I'm super delighted again. I was like, your feelings. are Oh, Uncle Pete. Hi, Uncle Pete. But then Uncle Pete. It, um, Turned some, into Uncle Robot Pete. Yeah, uh, somebody replaced him with a robot. We are so gracious that you are here. Thank you, everybody, for coming. My, where is my teleprompter? There it is. Thank he you. He literally looked like he was too scared to blink. Like, if he blinked, he was going to miss something on teleprompter. That's yeah. what his face looked like. It wasn't the same Uncle Pete. And and I know he must have gotten a bunch of backlash being the community manager or, or um, um, the vice president of communications. I get it. But that's his job to talk to people and make everyone feel okay. And he's kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And that's the thing. Like, your your whole job is to be a social media like, presence. He's and been, where are you? He's been scared to do his job. And yeah. No offense to him. He's a great guy. But mm-hmm. I don't... If I was the head of that company, I'd be like, dude, either do your job or yeah. leave. Like. 
So then Todd Howard comes out and he says, I'm surprised you're still here because he knows that you gave him garbage. And then he continued to talk about the garbage game and promote it. He, he, he made a joke that he's surprised that he's still making money. Yeah. Todd, 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 can I call you Toddy? I'll call you Toddy. Toddy. Why is everybody making a joke that you knew, you knew you gave the public a garbage game. You knew full well that the game didn't work and you're saying our feelings are hurt. I'm surprised you're still here. I'm surprised you still love us. No. You Yeah. Well, don't forget the part where throughout this whole Bethesda conference that they showed little videos of of the fans of, fans yeah. of how much Bethesda Not one of them has, said Fallout 76 by yeah. the way. They didn't say Fallout 76 saved my life. It destroyed my life. Yeah, but like they were all saying like, "Oh, Bethesda saved my life" and all that, which is fine, but it's like are you insane with the year you've had? Yeah. You want to come out here and show us, make us like feel better because you help people. Right. Like you screwed all those people when you released that game. You wasted people's money and you abused your power. It was completely and i am still i don't even play this game and i am still so extremely salty about how they handle everything well let's talk about fallout 76 because there was two dlcs that they announced along with some other things but two main things wastelanders i am all in about wastelanders i was just like okay all right all right i'm sorry i'm sorry i called you out toddy can i call you toddy i will call you toddy (laughs) um I, I'm totally okay with this. Wastelanders has... Yeah, that looked interesting. Yeah. Uh, it has a story mode. Uh, it has NPCs. It has a new main quest. It has dialogue trees. Mm-hmm. This is everything I wanted out of this game. I wanted it to be a co-op, multiplayer, Fallout game. This looks like it's going to be a multiplayer, yeah. co-op, Fallout game. I am all in mm-hmm. like a garbage bin. What? I don't know. But th- it is 11.36 at night. I'm tired. My bedtime is at 10 p.m. It is past True. my bedtime. So this this looks like a lot of fun. I'm willing to go back to Fallout 76. I'm totally willing. I really am. Uh, but it was just the fact that this IGN interview came out. Yeah. And you knew this was garbage. But you're, you're doing everything you can. You're doing better than Anthem. You're doing so much yeah. better than Anthem. Yeah. Who just completely extinguished their roadmap but you know what todd toddy toddy you're trying you're really trying and i appreciate that i love you that was a kiss for you toddy but then they came out and all of our worst nightmares came true with nuclear winter what mode is this babe it's battle royale it's battle royale i hate battle royale i can't wait till it's done yeah i'm sorry everyone who likes it i it was, it's okay. Like, if you like it, that's great. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a fad that's going on for a little too long. It really is. Just like um, just like me calling him Toddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was uh, at first upset about this, but you know what? I, I came to reality and I said, you know what? It is a game mode. I don't have to play the game mode. Exactly. Anybody that wants to play the game mode can play the game mode, yeah. but this is not 
This and this isn't a paid DLC either. This is free. Yeah, Todd Howard was very proud that these were free. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is a free game mode. And almost if, like they're apologizing. It's almost like they're apologizing. Like that's yeah. the way he was talking about it. Like he's like, and they're free. Like they're totally like he was so enthusiastic about them being free. Like he's like, they're free. I promise. They're good. Yeah. We're sorry. Here, have more game. More game. <laughs> So I could be upset about this, but you know what? Todd Howard is really trying to make this into a good game. Battle Royale is not my thing, but it's not a game mode that I have to play. Yeah. If also, I, deep down, Adam will always be a Bethesda fanboy. Oh, yeah. Deep down. <laughs> I, I, Toddy, it's just because I care. <laughs> so let's move on before I give Toddy some more kisses. One more for the road. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Tango Gameworks. Yeah. It looks amazing. It looks it so good. Very interesting. It yeah. looks now it it doesn't give you any gameplay. It the, didn't even really tell you exactly what it's about. The girl who came out. She was so cute. She was so happy. She was so joyful and like just happy to be there and excited. Oh my gosh, she was so cute. I saw a meme online saying the two heroes of E3 and it was Keanu Reeves and that girl. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tango Game Works, and I called this. I didn't call it in my E3 predictions. I really should have. But I called this. Tango Game Works will come out with a new IP, and it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. And it's an yeah. action-adventure su- uh, about supernatural evil. And you have to make decisions whether something is normal or paranormal. Yeah. And I have here in my notes that... I am in. I am in to find that pupper's long lost mommy. Oh my gosh. Yes, that was so sad. Literally, when they were showing the trailer and it saw the dog that was like, Where's my human? Me and Adam just went, Oh. <laughs> and our friend just looked at us like, Are you two okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I am in to find the puppy, his mama. Yeah. That's uh, that. That's all I want to do in the game is find the dog, his mom, and then game over and credits. I beat the game, and I'm so proud that I found that dog's mom. That's all that matters. That's all that, that matters. Dog. Yeah. So it looks good. It does. It looks I, very interesting. I want to see more gameplay, and I want to see what it's about. But yeah, I'm interested can, in learning more. You can tell it's early in development because they didn't say a lot about it. They just yeah. said, like, here's what our concept is. Yeah. Here's where it takes place. Yeah. They didn't even give any type of release timeline. Like, it's, I have a feeling it's still in very early stages. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised we didn't get a lot, but I'm in. Like, yeah. I want to see more about it. I'm very excited about this. I'm going to keep a track of they this. They hooked you. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. They hooked me like Death Stranding did, honestly. <laughs> uh, would you like to read my notes for the next topic? So the next one was Commander Keen. And what do my notes say? His first note says, why? Second one says, no, really, why? His third one says, like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So I know, I know that Commander Keen is is more of like a like a cartoony game. Uh, It it was in the 90s. Billy Blaze. It was more cartoony. Kid genius. I get that. This is a mobile game. And it looks just like. And the girl, the girl introducing it was way too excited for it. Yeah. She was a little too proud. The of crowd this. was excited for it. I know, like it looks like a game for children. And I don't want to say it looks predatory at all, 
It, it's <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not predatory. It's not predatory with the microtransactions. It's it's no. a it's fine. It's a fine game. It's just and it's made why, by Cinemax Online Studios. Why did it need to happen? Yeah, and, and that's just the it. And the two kids, they're supposed to be twins, and they both name Billy. Billy, Billy. Well, it's just because like Billy Blaze. Yeah. Yes, but but still. I don't care. Name your son Billy, Billy Jr. Yeah. Name your daughter something else. Like, why Billy, would you Billy, and her last, and her middle name is Jean. Billy Jean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, like, seriously, who would name their children the, the same name? Yeah. I was not a fan of this, but I don't have to be a fan of this. Nope. So that's you're why not going to play it. So that's why we're moving on to Arcane Studios' new IP called Deathloop. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh it's set in a time of madness, and it's two rivals in a time loop, or a death loop, you could say. Oh my goodness, you're so funny. And so I'm assuming that every time you kill the other one, then the other one goes back to like the beach where they came from, or or something like that. And there's two different rivals, and you're trying to kill each other. I don't know anything else about the game. But it's set to be like Arcane Studios' usual games, right? Mm-hmm. And you can play however you would like, right? Yeah. Uh, however you would like, uh, you can do it. Much like Dishonored, much like Prey, you go about the game in the way you want to go about the game. So we don't know much about the game, do we? No, I honestly think I was in the bathroom when they showed this. Oh, rats, bananas. It looks good. Not much was shown. It was just um, the story trailer... Uh, you're killing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You're killing your rival. You end up on the beach. It looks good. It's fun. It's beach arcane. Nice. I, I really like arcane. Yeah, I remember you were saying, like, I just want to know what they're going to... Like, you were getting upset because you knew it was getting towards the end. You're like, where's arcane? Yeah, I know. I was getting super upset. I, I wanted to pray, too, but I'll take this. Like, yeah. I, it looks super, super good. Um, Let's talk about Orion, which is... yes. Their game streaming technology and the whole purpose is to optimize game engines to better play for cloud services. And we got video footage of it working. Yes. Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, What? Well, it was weird the way they did it. Like they just had this like teenage looking girl come out on stage with her stuff and put a camera on her. Look, she's playing Doom. Isn't this cool? um, But it looked really good. Um, The way they explained it sound really interesting. And I wasn't expecting to see some sort of streaming technology come from a game developing company. Yeah. So that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested in learning more. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. The, the, Cloud gaming is going to be the future. Why it's going to be the future? Because that's where the game industry wants you to go, to cloud gaming. We're just not there yet. It's still being felt out. And this is what Orion's all about, is that Mm -hmm. when people are just saying, oh, we're not there yet, we don't have the technology, Orion is here for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't have the infrastructure for it. Google is here for you, even though they suck at pricing their games. That's fine, but at least they're trying. Yeah. It's a good boy, Google. You're trying. You're doing your best. But Orion is going in that direction and just assisting the future. Mm-hmm. 
So whether or not you agree for cloud gaming or not, I'm not one to say that I'm excited for a cloud gaming future. Yeah. But at the same time, at least game developers are actually taking a stance and saying, you know what? I want this to happen. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. Let's make technology so that this can be implemented better. Yeah. And it's not like if it doesn't stick, we're stuck in it. Like, yeah, if we'd go, if we all go into cloud gaming and it's terrible, mm-hmm. guess what? We'll go back to discs. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Like, if the world if will not end. The world will not end. You're right. Uh, but I very much appreciate O'Brien. I very much appreciate uh, appreciate. <laughs> appreciate. But, but I definitely appreciate that people are actually taking a step and actually taking steps i should say taking steps to getting this future and supporting it saying hey it's worth exploring exactly just like vr vr needed a push uh facebook really made that push uh to go forward Mm -hmm. and vr is becoming just um a huge huge massive hit right vr is not going right anytime soon and cloud gaming can take the next step it just needs to have a greater support and it can also be kind of where VR is right now. Like VR is not necessary to play a game. Mm-hmm. You can still play a game the way you want to, but VR is an option. And the same thing can happen with cloud gaming. Yeah. I feel like that would be the best case scenario that we get cloud gaming and then it's an option and you can do it mm-hmm. or you can stick to the way you're doing it. Yeah, totally. And I think that would be the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. So then they talked about Doom Eternal uh let's not take a lot of time on this because we're running out of time and doom eternal we're not we're not really fans of the doom game yeah sorry yeah it's not it's not that like oh it's because you're christian and the hell thing blah, blah, blah. No, no it's just because it's a lot to take in yeah uh, we're very cup of tea. we're very slow paced gamers because we're old in case you haven't yeah <laughs> yeah but in case you haven't noticed we like to take our time yeah and doom games and it's all game pass i might come back to it because it does seem like it's very much teenaged Adam. Yeah, Adam has tried playing Doom two or three times. Yeah. In the past couple of years, and he just hasn't. It's very gotten te- into it yet. It's very teenage myself. Like if yeah. teenage me had this game, he would like freak out. His yeah. his brain would explode. And I feel like maybe if you had started playing it when you were a teenager, yeah. you would be playing it now. But oh, since totally. you didn't, it's like. I have to do what now? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a lot to take in for my 28-year-old brain. And, oh, Adam, you're not that old. I'm not 18 anymore. That's the point. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it, it looks fine. The battle mode with uh, the Doom with friends, two demons, and one slayer, that looks pretty cool. So Yeah. Uh, But the only reason why we're not taking a lot of time on it is because you're going to see everybody and their mothers, like, have a YouTube video about how much they yeah. love Doom Eternal. Doom so. is important to other people, and we'd rather you get your opinion... People, other people's opinions from people who really care about the game. Exactly. So, all right. How would you rate Bethesda's showcase? Oh, man. We didn't talk about this before. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to think about it. Um, I'm rating it a six, just above average. Yeah, I was going to go with five. A five? Yeah. An average showcase? Yeah. I mean, I don't play a lot of Bethesda games. I don't think I play any Bethesda games. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm still heated about 76 and yeah. how they handled that in the beginning. So, yeah, five mm. just just for 
talking about 76, having the audacity to talk about that game. And the audacity to say, you hurt our feelings. Yeah. So. And they hurt. And I was like, stop. And then you laughed at how terrible they are as people. Mm-hmm. It's just great. So, yeah, they get a five. I'm giving them a six, which is just above average. It was a fine show, but at the same time, they repeated they repeated information that we already knew. Yeah, like they, they said s- a lot of things that they've already announced yeah. this year. Like they spent a lot of time on uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. They spent a lot of time on Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere. Yes, they, they spent did. a lot spent of, a time. Ton of time on that. And I was like, well, what is this about? Yeah. Uh, they spent a lot of time on Doom Eternal, Wolfenstein, Young Blood, and it's just yeah, we already know this. Yeah. What else can you do? You know, uh. But at the same time, I'm giving it a six just above average because it wasn't a waste. You know, we got the Tangle Gameworks uh, new IP. We got Arcane Studios new IP. We got Orion, which is a really headway into the future. Wastelanders with NPCs, story mode. Uh, we got Commander Keen, everybody. Woohoo. Yeah. 6.5 for me. Half a point above. So it's not, it's not decent. It's close to decent for me and it was fine it was it was a good showcase it repeated a lot of things and last point this was a long conference for bethesda it was what was it like an hour and a half or yeah, close it to was it was an hour and 20 minutes almost on the dot yeah it an added, hour and 20 minutes yeah. when they usually done like 40 minutes yeah like we were guessing like oh we looked at like their last pet like their past couple years time yeah and they were almost 40 minutes so i'm like oh i bet it's only gonna be like 40 minutes 48, 45. an hour and 20 minutes. And I was like, wow. In an hour and 20 minutes that we already know about Youngblood. We already know about Elsewhere. Can we move on, please? I would like to go to sleep. So, uh, speaking about going to sleep, let's just go into our final showcase of the night. I have a license to carry my devolver. Digital. All right, so before we recorded this episode, we watched Devolver Digital, and th- this was almost like a three-part series, like a three-part story uh, oh, series. Oh, it's still going. It's still going, people, with uh, Nina Struthers, and uh, what did you think of the story? So I didn't see the past two years, mm-hmm. so Adam showed me the past two years the other day, and yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> and I thought they were strange and a little too much. I think that's a good way, like, uh, describe it in one word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So this one, I was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. I was wondering if maybe the way they did it, they're like, oh, we're going to do a video mm-hmm. instead of doing a whole conference. I wonder if that's why yeah. the only coverage was on Twitch. No, no, no. They, they were poking fun at Nintendo Direct and uh, PlayStation State well, of Play. Yeah, no, I know that. But I, I was just yeah. wondering maybe that's why. Because that was what I thought was really strange. Was that no, it, it's always been on Twitch. Oh, okay. No, um... What they always do is it's like a social commentary on the the, the gaming industry. That's why yeah, last no, year. I, I know that. Yeah. I, I, I caught on to that subtlety that they have. No, <laughs> it, I wouldn't think too hard about it. It's just, it's just poking, poking fun at uh, Nintendo's yeah. uh, um, and PlayStation's. Yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked this one better than I liked the other two. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about 
like we we won't talk about like the story of it like yeah. like deep dives That's into not it. The important part. Yeah. <laughs> so Fall Guys, you thought this was adorable. I thought they were so cute. Yeah. I don't want to play the game, but Aww. it's so cute. I don't like playing like little little kitty games. Not like kitty games, but like I don't know, like just like little like random mm-hmm. games like that. Like I yeah. like I like to have a set goal. Yeah, true. Um but then they had this Devolver bootleg on Steam. That was cool. It was like it was a bunch of their games, but with like a little bit of a twist. And, yeah. and it said like you can you can give us money, we'll get you to a Steam link, and then we'll give you like our bootleg games. Yeah. And it was very Devolver digital of them to do. Yeah, to call it bootleg. Yeah, to call it Devolver bootleg. But I like it. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember any of the game titles, what what they were trying to like mix up, but you can definitely look it up on Steam. I didn't look it up on Steam. I'm just trusting that it's true. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just it was just a lot of fun that they were having there. You know, Nina. Well, uh, Mariah Zook is, is the uh, actress's name, but Nina Struthers was like having a lot of fun out there. It was just like a joy to to watch. You know, we 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 just watched EA. Microsoft to Bethesda to say, oh, here's what we have. Here's what we have. Gamers game. Our feelings are hurt, but gamers are gamers. You know, we love games. And this was just a breath of fresh air. It is. While they were showing games and game footage and what they have in store for us, there was just this social commentary of the games industry. And it was Mm -hmm. just uh, these little sketches. And it was just you could tell that Devolver is actually having fun making these shows yeah you know and, and there's no bars held back and i know i'm talking about the story a lot but but you uh, can tell they have fun with the games they make too exactly um i i was really delighted with it there, there's two more games that i have on my notes here um because we're running out of time and it's almost midnight and it's actually i'll, I'll tell you something it's super hot in our studio it right is now. i am sweating so much right now yeah so let's let's wrap things up with um, Carrion, which is a reverse horror story. So it had that like little spaghetti meatball yeah, monster. Spaghetti meatball. That I'm pretty sure that was internal organs. I'm gonna call it spaghetti meatball. That was not what that was. Spaghetti meatball. Um, yeah, it looked really cool, and it's coming to I believe it's coming to PC and console in 2020. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's definitely your type of game, that side scroll type thing. Yeah, I definitely, definitely want to get my hands on that Adam game. Adam is in love with side scroll games. Side scrolling games on my deal. If if there was a Doom side scrolling game, I would play it. I bet you would. I bet I would. <laughs> um, and then we have oh yeah, the uh, the Enter the Gungeon arcade game. Right. I need to go get an art. Go to an arcade. Well, it said that you can get it in your house. Oh, yeah, you can. I mean, anyone can get an arcade game in their house if they have enough money. Because I was I was just watching it, and I thought it was one another one of those sketches where, you know, they had, like, a yeah, fake game console. Yeah, that's the problem with their things is that you can never tell yeah. if they're being serious. Like, are you being real right now? I feel like they all sit in, in their office, mm-hmm. and they go, you know, it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. And they just make it. Um, but, yeah, it was just a, it was an arcade stand. Yeah. And you can get it at an arcade place in your house. And she kept saying, this is real. This is an actual thing that you can purchase money with right now. Buy the money right now. And it was just so cool to watch. It was just so funny. Yeah. 
Um, there's also the Messenger DLC pack uh, called, uh, I didn't write it down, I'm so sorry. Uh, Panic Picnic, I think it was called. Panic Picnic? Picnic Panic. Picnic Panic. And that looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. And at the end of it, uh, you just see this, uh, once again, Devolver Digital being all crazy and kooky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Nina Struthers throwing up. That was cool. That was cool to see her throwing up. Cool. But, and then at the end, at the mid-scene credits, you you hear the, the Terminator music. Dun, 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 dun. Dun-dun. There was a lot of Terminator for me today. Yeah, everyone was like nerding out in Terminator this year. Little fact about me. I love Terminator. Sarah Connor Chronicles was an underrated show on Fox that was canceled too soon, but I'll stop right there. I've been hearing him complain about that show since the day we met. I've been salty about it since 2008. I know. Yeah. Um, just to let you know. Um, yeah, and then and then you see this um, Sarah Connor looking woman come, come in. It's like, uh, come with me if you want to live. Anyways, so since this is a quick conference, we'll end it here. But what would you give it, Devolver Digital? Um, I'm giving it a 7.5. You're giving it a 7.5. I'll give it a five and a half. Oh, why did you give it a five and a half? I don't know. You don't know? Just, I mean, they have some cool things, and but nothing like blew my mind. Yeah. I I don't know. I just feel like last year, everything was like more like pow. Pow. Something we didn't talk about with Bethesda real quick. Okay, yeah, go for it. Their stage setup. Their oh. background was super cool. Anything else? That's it. Oh, okay. It, we, just were, we were just like in awe of like yeah. their background for some reason. So we didn't talk about that. But, yeah. um, oh, some, something else about Bethesda. The screaming guy who was just freaking out, just like going, ah! apparently i didn't listen to this but todd howard was caught on a high uh hot mic saying that like you better not bring that guy back or i'm gonna walk back to my office (gasps) and he's like he was like furious with the dude that just fuels my hate fire yeah he's like you give that guy a copy of fallout 76 and you let him go (laughs) like really make him angry anyways so i give it a 7.5 because well one because i i said in my predictions that Devolver Digital would win E3, and I wanted it to come true. Okay, so realistically, I would give it a 7. Just because... I think I'm giving it a 7 just because it was just finally some fun mm-hmm. in E3. E- EA was just very like, oh, what's your game about? And it's about this, you know, cool. What else is it about? And it's about this and that, cool. Then we get Microsoft, which was just very lackluster and it just wasted opportunities it, it didn't blow really it didn't really blow me out of the water then we have bethesda being all phony and fake and just saying like, and their like, audio was all messed up their audio was messed up but I, I still liked what i saw of it but then we get devolver digital it just had fun with it yeah and they loved what they did so seems like they love what they do every day yeah which is nice all right, so we're at an hour and 20 minutes. And I said on Twitter that I don't want to go past an hour and 30 minutes. So I think we're going to go to bed. As I said in our intro, we started at 1045. It is now midnight. And Adam needs his sleepy pies. So yeah. uh, we'll end it here. So this is just part one of our E3 um, episodes. Part two is going to come out on Wednesday June 12th, which is actually our one-year anniversary 
Well, of this podcast. I was going to say, you're making them think that it's our marriage. Podcast anniversary. Yes. June 12th. Be there or be a person because we love you either way. Good job, hon. So uh, we, we hope you enjoyed part one of our E3 episodes. Part two is coming out uh, Wednesday, June 12th. Or if you're listening to the future, just just click. Just Boom. click the next one. Just click the next one. Good job. So, uh, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We will see you again on Wednesday. Or if you're listening to this, just, just click it. Go do it. All right. Uh, have a good night. Thank you again for listening to this one. We will check back with you on the next episode.